Welcome to the Don't Call Me Midlife Podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Alex. We're your coffee-addicted, wine-loving, Amazon-obsessed mom squad. Think of us as your new besties, but with a podcast. And just like you, we're navigating the Google-defined chaos of midlife while wrangling a pack of boys. But here's the twist. We're more than just moms and wives. We're on a mission to reclaim our identities beyond motherhood, and we're bringing you along for the wild ride. Now, we don't pretend to have all the answers to life's mysteries, but we're so good at learning and laughing our way through them. So whether you're sipping from your trusty Stanley, indulging in an oat milk latte from Starbucks, or raising a glass of Whispering Angel, get ready to hang with us. Together, we'll keep it real, have some laughs, and remind you that this crazy journey called life is one adventure worth sharing. Hi, Nicole. Alex. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. I love our Thursdays. <laughs> I love Thursday. It makes me so happy. I love recording. And then question, this is random. Do you listen to our episodes every Thursday too? I do. Yeah. We text about do. it, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we don't get to hear them before. <laughs> no, but we can actually, but I just don't. I know there's just something about like the day it drops. Yeah. And I do. I love it. And, you know, sometimes we pre-record and I'm like, gosh, I don't even remember Alex saying that. Or I don't remember yes. my response to that. Yeah. Or sometimes like, I know my response, like when you ask a question, I'm like, I think in my head, like, this is what I would say. And this is actually what I said. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, good. Well, I am super excited yeah. to tell you what's in my cup today. Oh, tell me. Okay. So it's not actually my cup. So I don't know if okay. your kids do this, but ordering DoorDash is like a big thing here for like middle schoolers and high schoolers, right? Like ordering yes. food. It is, it is crazy. My middle son, uh, the other day, uh, he ordered, he ordered a drink. He ordered a big gulp, mm -hmm. Nicole. Like the guy is delivering it. I'm coming here and I'm like, oh no, that's From not- From 7-Eleven? Yes. The, the guy is delivering it. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 that's not us. I think you have the wrong person. Uh -huh. And Walker walks out and he gets the big gulp. I'm like, I don't even know where 7-Eleven is. And right. I explained to him, you know, you're probably paying $10 for that. And he has a debit card. And so anything mm -hmm. like food wise that I don't approve, he pays for it himself. So this weekend, it was Saturday. Oh, he's and the same kids. He said, uh, I said, do you want some lunch? And he said, no, I'm just going to order, you know, Starbucks or Dunkin'. And I'm like, why mm -hmm. are you going to order that? We've talked about this. And he's like, well, you know, I want a fun drink. And I was like, mm -hmm. hold the phone, Walker. I can make you a fun <laughs> drink. <laughs> and uh -huh. he's like, okay. So I go downstairs and I, I see an empty Dunkin's cup. So I do take the Dunkin' mm -hmm. Donuts cup. I fill it with ice and I put in a sparkling icy. I don't know if you have those. It was a lemonade one that I have. I love those. It's like a low mm -hmm. sugarish drink, oh, I guess. Oh, I've seen them. Yeah. They're like tall and thin bottles. And then yes, I muddled uh -huh. some fresh raspberries. I thought that was fancy. And then I put in a little bit that of grenadine, fancy. right? And I, I mean, brought it up delicious. in the cup and the straw. It's like the whole thing. And I was like, this is sort of genius. If I just went to Dunkin' or Starbucks and got some of their clear mm -hmm. cups with a straw, and then it feels like it's like us when we go to Starbucks, right? Like it's nice to have the cup and all that. So I was yeah. super proud of myself. And he's like, wow, mom, this is really good. <laughs> so it's not <laughs> this in is my before cup. school or was it <laughs> no, on no, a no. Saturday? This is, a, this is on a weekend. This is on a weekend. Okay. So, um, so this, that's not in my cup, but that's my little advice to 
save the $10 on the big gulp or whatever mm-hmm. drinks that these kids are buying. Um, I think they'd also be healthier making them at home too. So I was sort of going to look up oh, a couple sure. of fun things this week to have like a fun, fun drink. So that was a long winded answer to my question of what's in my cup. My cup is just coffee right now. It is just coffee. Right. So that is not in my cup. What is in your well, you cup? Should, you should go the extra effort and make one for yourself. Yeah, it's a little sweet for me, but I do like the ices. Yeah. But um, what is in your cup? Ooh, I have excitement in my cup. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why? Yep. I'm Tell me. so excited because uh-huh. I'm going to see you next week. Yay! For those of you that like maybe are new here and don't know, Alex and I have never met in person, Yeah, but, um, we're like virtual besties. We have Mm -hmm. a business together and, um, we have so much in common. And I just think that this, um, little meet and greet that we're going to have is just going to take our friendship to the next level. And I am just so damn excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And for those who don't know, Nicole lives in Colorado. So uh, my family and I are on vacation in Colorado. And so Mm -hmm. we're going to stay a couple extra days. And you're going to meet my husband and and my two younger kids, too, because they're going to drive me to you. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait to meet them all. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. Um, Are you, you, is is Alex a hugger? Your husband? He's a hugger to me. Like, would it be? Yes. No, no, yes. He's a hugger. Like, hey. No, he's, he's a, he's a. Likes to be hugged. Yes, he loves to yeah. be hugged. Um, and that's, so I am just, I'm glad about this. And I think this episode that we're going to talk about is very appropriate mm-hmm. to us meeting as well. Because yes. we had um, we, we had a survey go out in our newsletter a couple weeks ago. So thank you all for filling that out. And yes, thank you. someone asked us about how to maintain friendships when we're all so freaking busy. Right. And I think that's something mm-hmm. that everyone can relate to. And so we're excited about talking about this. We're going to talk a little bit how Nicole and I, how our friendships have evolved over the years. Um, mm-hmm. And then and then really talk, di- dive deep into how do we maintain these friendships. Right. Because we're just getting busier and busier. And I believe you have to see friends and talk to friends and have that relationship. Right. Even if you've had a past history, um, I think it's I, you know, in my vows, mm-hmm my wedding vows with yes. Alex. It was that I get two girls trips at least a year. So my female friendships are one at of least. the most important <laughs> thing to me. Um, I view my friends as like, honestly, the family, like friends that are family that are yes. sisters to me. So I know for both of us, it's one of the most important things in our mm-hmm. life. So I let's yes. dive in. I'm so excited. Yes. Yay. I, I mean, saying that if I didn't have some of my female friendships, I, I would just feel lost and, mm-hmm. and just have an emptiness or a void. And I, um, I have told my closest and dearest friend that you are my soulmate. Like mm-hmm. I, yes, my husband is also my soulmate, but like truly like she, she just gets me. And, um, I don't, I just, I don't know what I would do without her. We had like a little brief stint where I think we've only had one fight and it wasn't Ah. even really a fight. I think it Mm was, um, maybe, uh, a misunderstanding, miscommunication. I mean, we were in our early twenties and it was just something that, that happened and we just stopped talking and Oh no. I, yeah. I mean, it it didn't last that long. I remember I called her, 
I was so upset about it. We both were in Michigan and she had moved to New York and I missed out on a lot of things. I mean, truly it was my fault and I knew it. And one day I was just like thinking about it and I was just sobbing and I called her and I left her message and I'm like, I'm like, I can't, I can't live without you. I, I miss you so much. And then she called me back and oh my gosh, this was one of my 46. I think this was more than 20 something years ago. And like, I'm getting oh, so when you were young. It. it was yeah. when you were younger. Yeah. This happened. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. We okay. were, we were very young. I mean, I think 20, 21, 22, oh, something well, that's like that. Been like, that's when like stuff like that goes down, right? Like it yeah. is. But like, I knew I couldn't live without her. Yeah. So I was just like, I called her and obviously we you, you've, reki- you've rekindled her. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've rekindled. You rekindled. You rekindled. <laughs> I think I, I, I remember I had the one also a miscommunication with one of my friend a couple mm-hmm. years ago. And one thing as an aside, what I love about being in this age is that we, same thing. I realized like, I can't not have you in my life. We didn't stop talking, mm-hmm. but we talked about it. Right. Yeah. And I think through th- sometimes right now we're going through with our hormones or our kids or, you know, all the things that we're going through, um, we may be more sensitive to some things that our friends are saying to us than other mm-hmm. times. Right. So I think we look at friendships a little bit differently of, you know, maybe she's reacting that way because she's going through a harder time or X, Y, Z, you know? So we yes. had this talk and she knows who this is. So she's listening. And it was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was like our friendship grew like tenfold because of that one little conversation of, well, I'm feeling this way. And I didn't interpret it that way. And it was, it was pretty awesome, but I generally yeah. do not like tension with friendships or I don't know. It makes me feel, unco- I'm not like a conflict avoider, but mm-hmm. it like wears on me. Right. Like, yeah. If well, sometimes when you're in those relationships, you just think they're naturally going to get better. And, yeah. so, and sometimes, sometimes they do. And sometimes they don't, but avoiding is not the answer. And, you know, when you communicate with your friend, it definitely, I mean, there's a chance it could go one of two ways. It could like cause more tension, but right. typically if you have that solid foundation, that base, you will see the other person's side, they'll see your side and then you'll come closer and um, maybe you'll be more aware of how you're talking with your friend or acting. Um, I had a really hard month in January and, um, you know, my friend was like, are you okay? I haven't really talked to you. Like, what is going on with you? Like, it's not like you. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm just in it. I'm just in it with my kid. And I'm just, like, I just can't, you know? And so sometimes you have to carry the friendship. Um, but when you're both starting to drift, it's really, you know, up to both of you to come back together. Well, it's also, sure you know, some- I think checking in with friends at this age, right? Because what you're saying, um, you know, and I know that January was harder for you. And I think if you haven't heard from someone in a while, it's like check in with them, right? Because they may be knee deep in their friend, in their family or their kid or their husband or their own, you know, self journey. So I think it's, I think it's just checking in with our friends is, is really, really important during this time. If you haven't, if you haven't heard from someone, um, I love what you said about soulmates. And I used to think Nicole for the longest time that I needed a soulmate friend, female friendship, the person that was exactly like me. And that's how I viewed soulmates, right? That was my definition. Someone that like, literally we thought the same way. And I think as I've gotten older, 
it's like almost the opposite, right? I don't want someone that's my best friend that's just like me. She'd probably annoy me. So I think, I, I, you know, my soulmate friends, we're similar, same morals and values and, you know, but we're different. And I think that is what soulmate friends are about. Like that quote about like bringing out the best in you. And, um, and I, I just, I love that. I love, I love that so much. Yeah. I mean, I think you and I are same, but different. And I think we balance each other out. Mm -hmm. Um, and when I think about my really close friends, yeah, it's same, but different. You know, I, I think I would get, I need a friend that's like a little bit more like the, the planner, the doer, like, um, and I'm just like the go with the flow friend. Like there's always that one friend, right? Like, I feel like you are the let's do X, Y, and Z. Meet me here. I'm like, I'm here. What do you need me to do? It's like that reel you sent me that was like, there are, there are two groups of two, two kinds of friends, the ones that plan the trip and the ones that Venmo for you, Venmo you for the trip. I'm the, I'm the planner. I'm the Venmo friend. You're the Venmo friend, right? So that is totally good. Right. We are similar in so many ways, but the way we approach things is a little bit different. And I also sometimes Mm -hmm. need friends that will call you out on your stuff, not in a bad way, but sort of like, do you need a little TLC, right? Or did you look at it from this perspective, right? And, you know, that's a very special friend that can do that because you don't want to feel like, oh, am I not doing something? It's almost like when your mom says it, you're like, oh no, that's, I don't think so. But when a friend says something like that, I- You're like, oh, you like, do you like take note? I like really (laughs) listen actually. So- how, yeah. how do you think friendships have evolved from when we were younger, say 20, 30, mm-hmm. you know, you and I are in our late forties now. Um, oh, yeah. how do what, what, how, how has that happened for you with your female friendships? How have they changed? Like evolved? Um, well, with my friends that I have maintained throughout the decades, yeah, <laughs> decades. Um, oh, I think, right. I think when we were in our twenties, we were just doing everything together. We were just experiencing life together. We, um, we studied together. We had, um, we were going to college at the same time. We made sure that like we were going on double dates all the time. Everything was together. Even like maybe, um, uh, like a target run, everything was together. Like, let's, what are you doing on Saturday? Let's go to the mall. I remember calling my friend and being like, Hey, I have, um, $200. Let's just get in the car, drive to Chicago. Like, <laughs> I, mean, I love that. I love that. Yeah. So, but like, as we get older, I mean, I'm not, I'm not living life like that with friends now. Um, did you want me to go through the decade? <laughs> No, I think, I think you're right about the twenties. I think we were growing up together, right? For those that went to college, we were just like testing boundaries, testing life. Like, what do we want? Mm -hmm. And, you know, dreaming big, right? Because the world was like in front of us. We, we weren't married yet. We didn't want to get married. We were, you know, dating probably lots of guys and we had a lot Mm -hmm. more freedom then. So having those, those friendships from college for me were really influential. I moved I moved in eighth grade. So mm-hmm. high school for me was, you know, a little bit harder to make friends. My mom's like, you're mm-hmm. fine. We moved in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. But um, so college <laughs> for me was really, I feel like a time when I found my people, I guess, you know, when people say that term, yeah, I, think I joined a sorority mm-hmm. early and we really like 
we grew up together. And those are some mm -hmm. of my best friends, my ride or dies now that have known me since I was 18 years old, which is sort of weird. <laughs> I know. Isn't it crazy? It'd be like, you knew me when I was a teenager. Before my husband, right? Like I'm yeah. coming up on my 25th college reunion. You probably are too. Yeah. Right. That's crazy. That's, I mean, it's not like I feel like I'm 21, but 25, mm -hmm. like that's, that's a lot to go through a lot of life during that time. So the twenties were fun. We were just like loving it. We probably had lots of acquaintances during that time because we'd go out, mm -hmm. we'd go to yeah. clubs, we'd, lots of you big know, groups, lots mm -hmm. of big group things, right. Meeting yes. lots of random guys, probably. Um, <laughs> but, yes. um, really Having holding, really holding dear to those friends too. So what, what, mm -hmm. what happened in our thirties? What do you think? Or when did you get married? Um, I was, I was 30. I think okay. I was exactly 30. Yeah. Okay. 2007. I was, I was 27. 30. Yeah. Okay. So yes, I think the thirties were different because you were building a different life for yourself. You yeah. know, you were, um, but like my close friends were all starting to move. So it was a little bit different maybe for me than a lot of people, I guess. I don't know. Um, so it was just Jerry and I just doing our thing. We were traveling a lot together um, I went back to school to get my master's a little bit later. Um, just focusing on ourselves and our new families and then building our own family and starting to like, you know, have the mortgage and the Sunday night family dinners. And it Being was adults. just, it was just a shift. <laughs> Responsibility. Responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and then other friends having babies and just navigating that. I mean, it was, um, it was like our friendship, well, our friendships were really built upon probably, I feel like friendships in my thirties were built upon my kids, mm -hmm. right? Like going through yeah. the kids stuff together. That's where I met. I have a group of six of us that are best friends that I travel a lot with. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And we call each other the fave friends. Um, that's our group. <laughs> what friends? Fave? The fave friends. Yeah. And okay. we don't live in the same town or anything. They're still the ones mm -hmm. that I, you know, I, 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 we're, we're super close like sisters. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those friendships blossomed because our kids were the same age. Right. So we mm -hmm. would do like park dates and soccer together. And it was a lot of my friendships were based upon my kids for sure. In my thirties. Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah. I was, I was just thinking of like the friends that I had in my 20s and how it transitioned into thirties. But I think like I could go to my like close friends from my twenties and tell them like deep personal things and yes. what I was struggling with. But the new friends that I made in my thirties were definitely based on kids ages. Yes. A lot of park, a lot of park dates, a lot of, um, I did a lot of gym dates too. Like you drop the kids off at preschool and you would go like do a class together, maybe grab oh. a smoothie afterwards. And then we'd go pick up our kids. That's cute. So yeah. Um, for sure. Or like a quick coffee date. Like it's, it's between the morning, like wake up and the mid afternoon, like nap and you, mm -hmm. you go and you have like a little coffee and the kids have snacks and then you go back home and like you do your thing and they sleep. But yeah. And I definitely, um, those, I have some girlfriends that I'm still friends with and I just adore them. And, um, they're just, they're just a different group, you know, right. than, it's than that transition. Yeah. Right. It's that transition period. I remember, um, the first time that someone asked me to go for coffee 
like as a friend mm-hmm. date. And I was like, this is so weird. Like, why wouldn't we go out to dinner and go drinking? You know, like I was like, yeah, <laughs> that, that transition in your thirties of like, like you're saying, like, let's go do an mm-hmm. exercise class. Let's go take a walk. Let's have coffee. Um, yeah. and having sort of more of that daytime while our kids were like at school or, you know, it mm-hmm. was built upon their schedules. Right. Um, I felt like in my thirties though, yeah. I could go out more at night because my kids went to bed earlier. And it was so much easier to get a sitter when they're like five, you know, normally when the babysitters would come, like we would already put them to bed. So I don't even know if the sitters would meet my kids because they would all be in bed already. Right. right? Especially when they were little. Yeah. But like when they're a little bit older, like you could just order pizza or whatever uh, and just here. And then they go to bed at seven, like don't call right. me. Just right. <laughs> they're fine. Like it was, I maybe easier back then. I definitely went out a lot more in the evening when they were younger. Like we had a Thursday evening, um, like a standing girls night on Thursday yeah. evenings. Yeah. Um, and like weekends, Saturdays for sure. We always went out. It was just, I booked the babysitters in advance and I don't know. I'm finding that the older they get, the less like, they don't want a babysitter. Like, yes, no. I need one for my 10, my 10 year old, but the older two, like sometimes when I have somebody come, I'm like, just ignore them. Like you don't need right. to, it's, it's like, it's a weird, it's a weird thing, but, um, I don't know. I'm just more tired in the evenings now. And, and plus right now there's like tutors and sports and I don't even know what, some carpooling. It's always, it's just always At happening. Night, you and then, mean. So yeah, right. Like a yeah. lot of times in this stage, yeah. In this stage that we're in right now. Oh, for sure. In our forties, I think, yeah, I do. If I want to see a friend, it's typically during mm-hmm. the day, right. When my kids yeah. are at school um, and my weekends, because I think we're in this stage. I know I am where I'm like, oh gosh, like counting down the minutes almost until they go to college. So I do want to spend time mm-hmm. with them. Although they yeah. don't necessarily always want to hang with me on Saturday night. I know. Yes. But they need to be driven a place or they want friends over. And I'm definitely mm-hmm. not leaving my kids uh, home alone. Um, so it's more, mm-hmm. it's a lot more like home time and sort of doing that sort of stuff. And um, so yeah. that I feel like, I also feel like in your forties, um, I don't know. I don't know. This was me like in my thirties with the kiddos, it was like, I would talk about kids stuff, but I sort of also wanted to be seeming like everything is good. Right. I wouldn't really oh, yeah. have ever the Pinterest like, mom. It's not yeah. perfect. Right. 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 So your thirties are more. And I think that's also just a women, a woman thing anyways, which we've talked about before, just maintaining mm-hmm. like everything's good. Like I'm not going to say anything bad. Like, you know, we're in your forties. Mm-hmm. I feel like all the crap comes out. I'm like, Whoa, how, how have we not talked about right. this for the past 15 years? You know? Right. And like, there's just, this isn't a new feeling. <laughs> it's gotta new? come out. I gotta I'm like, this is awesome. Like we've all got yeah. stuff going on, whether it's with us, whether it's with our kiddos, like you go from mm-hmm. like, as a mom, I tell younger moms, you go from being physically exhausted to mentally exhausted. Right. And this is the tough yes. stuff that, I feel in the past couple years that I don't know what I would do if I didn't have friends, right? Because there's certain Mm -hmm. stuff with Alex that like, you know, I'm not going to talk to him about hormones or this or that, you know, Um, it's just a little bit different that I don't think for the past five years, I would have survived without my female friends. And like, I love to see where it's going. We laugh, we cry, we dance, we, you know, it is, 
it's pretty powerful, right? Yes. I love it. There's nothing like it. Nothing. I mean, yes, I love connecting with, with my husband and like going away, but it's, it's almost like when you're, your friendships in your forties, like it's almost going back a little bit into your twenties, right? Where you can just kind of like, um, when you're with your friends, it's just be, yes, you can have your deep moments, but you can just be yourself and be silly. And like, I'm not gonna, I'll like, I don't know. I just, there's just a, a level of a, like energy and excitement with friends. Right. Um, and relatability that isn't there. And appreciating that time where you can yeah. see people in person. Right. Um, it was funny. Yes. I said to my, I said to my husband a couple weeks ago, um, you know, if I'm ever like in a funk or going through something, I'm like, mm-hmm. can you text this person? Right. That's the type of friends yes. we have now. Right. Like mm-hmm. it's going to be something where I know you probably can't get me out of it. Right. But if, <laughs> if, if I need like a friend to fly here, like real quick, if I'm going through something, this is who you're going to text. I'm like, I give you permission oh, to text her. So smart. And, yeah. and I, I give told you permission her to text her. Right. Because, you know, I mean, Alex knows me better than anybody. So he would know, yeah. you know, it was, um, so I, I, I love that. I think also, you know, appreciating the time that you do have, but also the little stuff matters, right? Like how many times, mm-hmm. well, you and I are probably over communicators, but, um, <laughs> we are typical of that quote. That's like, you know, you have a best friend. If you are, if you have like different conversations in different spots, cause you and I will often mm-hmm. have a DM going, we'll have a text going. I've got a couple yes. of friend groups that are like that. So it's like very funny. And we're on the phone. Yeah. And we're on the phone <laughs> and you know, yes. um, but it's those little things that matter right now, right? Like maybe mm-hmm. you are just slammed, but yeah. just sending a little You're text. so freaking busy. You're so freaking you busy. Just, yeah. yeah. You're so freaking busy. So what do you do when you're so freaking busy? Um, uh, well, you know, I'm an over-communicator. Do you ever feel? Yeah. <laughs> I am an over-communicator. Um, okay. So that was, that was the real no, question. You're really good about, <laughs> you're really good about like keeping in contact. Like, like I got um, a notebook from you like a couple weeks ago <laughs> with a note, and I do. You are you like send notes and and postcards, and I love it, and I think it's beautiful. And um, now that we're talking about it, I um, sometimes I feel bad because I can't always reciprocate in the same way. But you know what? I think that um, maybe I don't need to. I don't think you maybe need to just because. Yeah. Um, I feel cared for as a friend from you, just so you know, um, I think cause you send me all the funny reels, right. Or the, like the sweet reels where I'm like crying. So I think at this age, like for me, my love language is Mm -hmm. gift giving is note giving is, you know, that type of stuff. And I think, you know, for people for, it's like, well, I can't do that. I think at this Mm -hmm. age, it's like, but what can you do? Right. Like, yeah. How do you, maybe it's like an emoji that you send a friend or whatever. Right. It's, yeah, it's being comfortable. I like to send little video texts. Oh my God. Yeah. Like a little video. We need more of that. We need, Nicole did send me one a couple weeks ago and literally I saw it and I was so happy. So if you, if anyone listening, if you're like, want to make someone's day, send a little video text, right? Because seeing people's faces is so powerful and you don't have to look good. It doesn't matter. Do it first thing in the morning. Um, I think that's an awesome way to do that. I think, 
I think at our age, you know, when you were so freaking busy, it's, it's, mm-hmm. you have to prioritize your friendships. Right. And that doesn't mean yes. being friends with a million people. And I think, you know, COVID mm-hmm. was a blessing and a curse in that way that I think as we get older, also you and I've talked about your circles get a little tighter, right? Yes. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's sure. okay. That is okay. I always say, you know, for my kids, even everyone needs a one friend. If you have one friend mm-hmm. that is your go-to, yeah. you are winning, right? And you are winning. Yes. You have some, so I think it's, it's, it's making those friendships a priority. And I think for people, you know, maybe that, um, are feeling that, you know, maybe mm-hmm. you set up a weekly, uh, not weekly, sorry, a monthly standing date with a group of girls that you like, whether it's a coffee or a dinner. Um, mm-hmm. I did an ad hoc sort of coffee date at my friend's house last sat, last uh, Friday morning, and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was just like an hour yeah. of us just chatting. So maybe setting yeah. up something like that or grabbing a yoga class and bringing someone or, you know, um, mm-hmm. if you, if you're out there and you're listening and you're really feeling like you're missing, you know, that friendship time, yeah. setting up a time when you know that you're going to see someone on a monthly basis, yeah. I think is, I think right. is important. Yes. But just know that like to have a friend, you have to be a friend and yeah. sometimes that's hard and sometimes you just don't even know where to begin. Um, I feel like I've moved around my entire life. So I feel like for me, I know what I have to do. Like I have to like slowly work it up. Like if I meet somebody and it's just starting a little conversation, like if you are the type of person that like doesn't even have a friend and you're like, I don't, I don't even know how to make a friend. Um, you know, you just slowly, like maybe you start on social media you know, mm-hmm. and you, you reach out and you talk and then some, somehow you get their phone number and you just start texting and then just leave, like, Hey, I'm going to go on a walk. Uh, do you have any interest? Like you're going to have to put yourself out there. Yeah. And then I, I do feel like that is also applies to maintaining friendships. Like, yep. you know, no matter how busy you are, whether you just send an emoji or a text or a video, just, you're going to have to let, that person know that you're thinking of them. Like maybe it's not the right time to get together. Um, or maybe you're like going through, uh, some sort of depression. You just have to like schedule something like it will be good for you, your soul, your friendships. Um, but you're just, you're going to have to put in that little bit of extra effort just to, just to maintain that. Um, whether that's like, even a sibling, it doesn't even have Mm -hmm. to be a friend. Right. any relationship. I was thinking about that, even like family members, you know, Mm -hmm. to have friends, you have to be a friend. You have to show up. I'm a big person Mm -hmm. of like just showing up authentically and whatever Mm -hmm. you can give. Cause I know, I know a lot of moms, um, our age, their kids are like seniors and I've heard senior Mm -hmm. year of high school. I'm like dreading it is horrible. Right. In the sense Mm -hmm. of you're feeling a lot of emotion because your kid is leaving next year. So you want like every single moment with that kid. So I, I, a lot of my friends that are a couple years older say this to me. And that's what I mean by the season of life, right? If you have a friend that, you know, is really 
focusing on their family right now, there's probably a reason for that. So mm-hmm. give maybe the sometimes those friendships are you're giving with not a ton in return. And that's okay yeah. for right now. Like you have to be yeah. okay with that. It can't be one-sided all the time. No, no. And having, yeah. and sometimes, you know, set, even if try to maintain the friendships of if that person lives far away, maybe setting up a time where you can do a Zoom date or you guys enjoy mm-hmm. a cup of coffee together or just have that time where you can actually have a good 45 minute conversation because that's going to, that's going to tide you over. I just had one of these last week with my friends from college and it was like such a good conversation. And it just, you know, we are just the same friends as we've always been. So it's, it's nice in that respect. Yes. Yes. I agree. But sometimes when you're, when you've gone the stretch and then you, you know, like, oh my gosh, we really need to talk. We really need to connect. But you're like, I don't have 45 minutes to talk. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you can just start out the conversation and be like, oh my gosh, I miss you so much. I wanted to hear your voice. I literally only have like five, maybe 10 minutes. And then it like yeah. sets the tone because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have been in that situation where I've seen the phone and this person is calling and I'm like, oh my God, it's been so long, but yep. like, no, there are you friends. You just don't that, want to be yeah. rude. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I could call you for five minutes. I, I'm sort of clear yeah. about that with people. Like, I'm like, I've got five minutes. I just want to say hi. You know what I do yeah. is, you know, I love Google. What is the thing? Oh, t- uh, Google notes and, or Google yeah. keep, right. Keep. So I keep, yes. I keep, okay. This is like a silly thing. I'm remembering now that I do this. I keep an ongoing list of people that I need to call. Right. So when I'm in my car, that's usually when I'll call people and Same. I have a list of people when I just need to, just to remind me, cause I can't remember anything unless it's written down. Um, is that people <laughs> that I want to touch base with? Mid-life. So when I'm yeah. in my car and I feel like, you know, just talking to someone, I will keep that. So I think mm-hmm. that's a good little tip too, right? Like just keep it in your car, a list of people that you want to, I have a friend that keeps on a post-it in her car. And mm-hmm. I think, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. There's no like shame in it. And it's not like, Oh, I got to call this person. Let me put on a post-it. No, like, no, like you genuinely, genuinely want to call them. And if you're dreading calling a person every single time, maybe you just need to reevaluate. <laughs> yes. I don't know people that I dread on my list. There are people, there are people that I love maybe some family members. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, Personally, I call my yeah. mom like every day. She's like, are you in the car? I'm like, I am. Um, yeah. And you have <laughs> your like go-to people too. for sure. I also mm-hmm. think when someone says, how do we maintain friendships when we're so freaking busy? This is also a season to give yourself grace, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, we are in this really, really busy time and our focus right now isn't our female friends, but sometimes it just can't be because we don't have as much time, right? As yes. we once did. Uh-huh. So it's maybe reevaluating. Honestly, it sounds, you know, who you actually want to spend your time with, right? Because our time is limited. Mm-hmm. And thinking about, okay, who are the people that fill my bucket that I want to spend time with? Um, yeah. I also wanted to say one thing that I was, I was talking to one of my friends from college about is the 24 hour trip, right? We may not have time right now to go away for a weekend because our kids mm-hmm. have sports and this, it, the weekends almost are hard to get away. But I was talking yes. to my girlfriends from college. What about if we went away on a Monday night and came back on a Tuesday night, right? Like it's, if you're, if you're close where you can fly there just doing a 24 hour getaway, you know, one of my best friends came from my cookbook signing, right. From Chicago, Kelly, and she was here for 24 hours, but that filled our, my bucket up and hers, hopefully, uh, you know, and so we talk about the 24 hour getaway. I think, I think that's what we should, we should try to do if you can get there and do like a 24 hour getaway. 
I love that idea. I know. I want to make some phone calls to friends. <laughs> but my, meet in a my friends are going to be like, I need, I need more than 24 hours. I know, hours, I know. But like, if that's if you all you can get, yeah. right? Maybe yeah. this isn't the season where we're going away for three nights or four nights. You know, it's just, it may not be that season for you. Um, yeah. The other thing I was I thinking, Nicole, would be a good idea is, you know, making friends. If you're someone that's feeling like that, grab a friend and maybe do like a new hobby, right? Like go to a cooking class or go to a museum yes. or doing pickleball. something. Yeah. Right. Pickleball, right? You're going to find yeah. people like we like people that like the same things as us. And it's, it's easier mm-hmm. to maintain a friendship. Like, you know, I have a friend that I play tennis with every Wednesday. Um, mm-hmm. You know, thinking about this opportunity to maybe try something new and you'll find some people that are similar. So. Yeah. And it's like a built in date that you don't even have to schedule. Like it's already on the books. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And then if you have time afterwards, you can like maybe go to coffee and lunch and maybe you can invite another friend. Right. Right. But I think giving ourselves this grace that maybe we may not always feel like we're being the best friend, but Mm -hmm. you know, that is okay. Do not, do not judge yourself by anyone else, what they're doing. Be the type of friend that you can be and own that. And that's going to be the best friend, you know? Yeah. And try not to take it personal. Yes. And be hard on yourself. Yeah. Great. And just give me your address and I'll send you a card. (laughs) They are the best. (laughs) Or a postcard. I think it's so easy to send postcards. When I travel, I do like to get postcards and that is a great time to send them to friends because you don't have to write a Mm -hmm. lot. But I normally will find like I'll send you fashion ones from like London or wherever I was. Yes, and I love it. I think I think doing that, like finding little postcards when you travel, is is awesome mm-hmm. to send to friends. It's so good. So, yes, I love it. That yeah. should be your unsolicited advice. That's my. I have lots of unsolicited advice for this one. <laughs> so Nicole, what time is it? It's my favorite time. It is <laughs> unsolicited advice time. Okay, you go first because I, I have a couple things in my mind. So tell us. Um, I did love this conversation today. It made me it made me excited. It filled my bucket and think of some people that I do want to reach out to. Um, so what, what what would be your advice in terms of maintaining friendships or you know at this age? Um, what I think you should do is after you listen to our podcast <laughs> and subscribe to our newsletter. Yes. <laughs> We have lots of good info in there. Be our friend. Yes, be our friend. Um, I really think you should think about maybe a couple close friends and just go and send a video message Mm -hmm. and just record yourself and say, hey, I miss you. I'm thinking of you. I hope you have a good day. It doesn't have to be elaborate. Um, Or, you know, snap a picture of your favorite something that you guys do together. Like if you guys both have like a love for chips and guac and you have avocados and you like, just be like, Oh my God, I saw these. And I thought of our um, last dinner date. Like, when are you free? Just, just go out and make the effort. How about you, Alex? Mine's similar. I think I'm big into the stage of don't miss an opportunity to, to tell someone how you feel about them. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, this may make me cry. Yeah. Um, Sorry. So I think, I think no, that's, don't <laughs> I think I that's important. It. I think we don't mm-hmm. like do that enough and it doesn't have to be a big thing. Like, I mean, our, our advice is sort of yeah. similar, but 
you know, there's so many women that are my friends that inspire me. And I tell them that I try to really tell people Mm -hmm. that how, why I love them, what I love about them and focusing on all like the good things. Cause everyone does have a lot of stuff going on right, right now at this age in your forties and fifties. And that is okay. But, you know, just tell, don't miss that opportunity. Like you're saying to tell them what their friendship means like to you, like, and be the type of friend that you want to be. And that doesn't mean sending notes or whatever, find your way Mm -hmm to show people that you care about them. And that may be sending a funny Uh, reel, right? We appreciate those reels. That may be, and that's their love language, right? So um, I I think- I love your big, beautiful heart, Alex. (laughs) Yeah, I, did, I, I did not think I was going to cry so in this helpful. episode. Um, right. And I <laughs> Me th- either, you, but here you know, we are. Let's here just, we are. Here we are. And, yeah. you know, I think the other, this is long solicit advice, but, you know, okay. we, you can have friends that your kids are not friends with, right? Like yes. I had one of my closest friends in Massachusetts tell me mm-hmm. when my kids were in preschool and our kids like don't interact or whatever. And she's one of my closest Mm -hmm. friends. That's like, choose your friends based on you, right? Not necessarily your children. So I think that's an opportunity actually right now to Mm -hmm. think about your friendships, reevaluate, make sure you're with the people that are bringing you up, that are bringing the best out of you because not everyone does like, and it's okay. You don't have to to walk away. Yes. You don't have to spend time with people that don't fill you up. So it's maybe also the advice is reevaluating your friendships and thinking of those people that you're just not like casual friends because your kids are friends. Like who are the people Mm -hmm. that are going to, I think about this a lot, Nicole, who are the friends that are going to stay once my kids are in college? Right. And those Mm -hmm. friendships are okay, right? Like you can have those friends, like that's awesome. But the people that are really like taking pieces of your heart and pieces of your time that you really Mm -hmm. want to invest in that, maybe that takes some evaluation, right? Yeah. I love that. That's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, send me your address. I'll send you a note. (laughs) I love you too. Send me your number. Nicole will text you and she's amazing (laughs) at that. And um, I will, I'll send you a little note, but Be kind to yourself, ladies. You are all awesome. And whoever your friends are, they are lucky to have you in your life. So don't forget about that. And that's a wrap for today's episode of Don't Call Me Midlife. We hope you had as much fun as we did. Absolutely. Your support means the world to us. If you're just waiting in the carpool line, don't forget to follow the show. And if you're feeling extra spicy today, leave us a rating and review. Before we part ways, we've got a special invitation for you. Join our newsletter to stay in the loop with all things midlife magic, bonus content, and more. Head on over to the show notes for how to sign up. We can't wait to keep the conversation going. And of course, remember, in the whirlwind of life and motherhood, don't forget to fill up your own cup first. You're extraordinary, and your journey is worth every moment. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) 